that K car is killer. This is the Wraith on Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Sneaker Madness. I'm your host, Justin. I've got Sam and Jackie here. Yay! You lose the race, you lose your car! Naturally. What happens if you lose your shit? <laughs> yeah, at that point... You also gonna... lose your car and your pants. <laughs> yeah, dude, if they were going to steal your car, you might as well just take a big old dump in the seat. That's what I would think. Like, like the opening race, when he's driving back, he's got... Yeah, sure, he's got your girl and all. She's been kidnapped. Why not just smash your car into his car and like try to fuck him up or something? You know, do something, you wanker. I guess, I guess the all he's out is a Dodge Daytona, or is he? I have some questions as far as that whole scene. Oh, now that as I think far about as it. that plays out, yeah. So, anyways, we'll get to that. But the wraith, wraith, the wraith, the wraith, the poorly titled. <laughs> Poor, it starts out with a bad graphic design. Yeah. Like, it's all chromed out sweet. The Wraith has got a nice peak to it. It looks like somebody spent some time on it, and then you're like, wait, why is the under the A? Wait a second. What's going Why? Oh, no. Wraith. The. the. <laughs> it's like they almost forgot that they were supposed to put the in there somewhere, and they're like, shit. Yeah, let's just stick it in there. That's actually a good, that's probably what happened. We can fit it in here. It's not okay. too late. It's not too late. Oh, that looks okay. <laughs> and the one, and everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, it still looks sweet." Yeah, yeah, right, Brian. And Brian's like, "Oh, fuck it, whatever." <laughs> <laughs> what did this cost? Three million dollars? Is that what you said? No, it was two point five, and then it made one point five in all markets and one point four in the U.S. market. Oh boy, this did not do well, and it's it's a wonder. Because I don't get it. Like I've said before, I say this every time I see this movie. If I had been allowed to watch this when I was 10, 12, 13, this would have been my favorite movie that I had ever seen, ever. It is, it is goo in the pants of many young boys because it is that awesome. It's got all everything you want when you're that age. Sweet cars, sweet dudes, sweet babes, revenge. Some magic bullshit. Boobs. Boobs. At least one genuine Sherilyn Fenn breast. Yes. That's enough. <laughs> one is enough. You know... Two the, is excessive. At the time that this came out, that's when they... It was really right before the... Uh, where you could do frame by frame on the uh, the remote to the VCR. <laughs> but you could still time out the pause just right. Yeah. It would take you about five minutes to get it right, like rewind then you just like try to hit it but then you'd get it and then you'd have to make sure all the doors were locked that nobody was coming but you had to make sure that the boob was center framed because if it wasn't center framed you had those like squiggly lines on the side and on the top that would kind of mess it up and be be pretty hard to get a good look at (laughs) yeah no it would be one of those deals it would take you five minutes to do it just right (laughs) yes because you would just you'd aim for the frame that you knew was the perfect frame the the camera wasn't moving so it wasn't blurry and it was all the way out, not like sort of like a waxing and a waning moon. Like it was, it was full. It was as much boob as you were going to see, and the camera wasn't shaking. That's the one frame in over the you know sixty or seventy frames there that you had to get just right. You always look at the 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 rating underneath the the PG thirteen or the R, and if you see brief nudity, you're like, oh god damn it, that's going to take me forever. Yeah, <laughs> brief. That's like three frames. <laughs> brief nudity means that after everybody goes to bed, that you're going to spend 20 minutes and you might have to jack off to side boob. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is your third or fourth tour of the Wraith, Jackie. Uh, this is like my sixth tour. Of oh, this. my God. Oh, wow. Because unlike you two losers, my parents let me watch this movie when I was like 10 or 13. Yeah, but nobody's ever even heard of this movie. I've how did, never heard of it. How did you even come across it? I think it was on public television. Uh, I, I think that that's impossible. Either that. Well, we did have cable for a while when I was a kid, too. So it might have been on cable TV. Well, I'm sure there was a TV edit of this. Yeah, maybe. I never saw it. I never heard of it. You, I mean, all you have to say is car chase movie. And everybody's involved. It's not like, 
Oh, I don't like those. No, everybody likes car chase movies. There's still a couple of them that I'm trying to find that uh, were during the day on KCOP in L.A. Mm. Like, there's this one, if anybody out there knows which one I'm talking about, it's a karate movie where a guy fights, like, 30 dudes with nunchucks, and it goes out onto, like, a pier. And that's sort of the end of the movie. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't win. All the guys get him, but he fights off, like, 30 dudes at one point, and then he's on a pier. So if you know what that is... Twitter us. Yeah. Or email us at Talk at Stinker Madness. Talk at Stinker Madness would be better. Yeah, uh, The Wraith is uh, something else. Where was Chaz during uh, this whole thing in his career? Was this before Navy SEALs and Wall Street? And I think this is Wall stuff? Street. Right, right about that era. So he hasn't he hasn't necessarily made it to the big time yet. I mean, he's he's on the cusp of being... yeah. Charlie Sheen. I think Wall Street was the was when he hit it. He may have been right after this. He's almost Carlos Estevez in this movie. Yeah, just at the top of Charlie Sheen beginning. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. This is my second view of it. Uh, I loved it. Uh, maybe even a little bit more the second time. Really, really enjoy this film. But uh, yeah, the story essentially is that a kid gets murdered because he's boning Sherilyn Fenn. And the bad guy wants Sherilyn Fenn, and so he comes back as... After the guy that wants Sherilyn Fenn murders him. Right. He comes back to life-ish as a future guy? I guess he's a future guy. He's got a bunch of future bullshit all over him. He's got the future gun, and he's obviously got the future car. And he's wearing a spacesuit. Yeah. I'm pretty confused. About what he is. Fremen. Fremen. Yes. I don't. He's, he's he's four stars that collide in the middle of an intersection. That's named Fremen? No, I was... That, that's, I guess, nobody likes doing as much as me, because Fremen, you oh, remember the, right. uh, the desert, uh, the still suit mm-hmm. that you could pee, and then it would clean it out, and you could drink your pee? Sure. And it was tasty. Yeah, tasty Survive pee. in the desert of Arrakis. Yeah. It looked a lot like that costume without the dumb helmet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to run with Jackie's theory for a little bit, that he's four stars that converge into ultimate sweetness. Uh, is this kind of, like, is this where, now, now, now bear with me here. <laughs> okay, well, uh, just before we go there, I need to ask. So when someone tells me it's written in the stars, then they, I am to assume that what they're thinking is this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. And it's even more written in the stars because maybe this is the whole uh, inspiration behind the novel and future movie, Winter's Tale. <laughs> well, how, how come Russell Crowe didn't get a sweet helmet? Because <laughs> he's evil. I guess Colin Farrell didn't get a sweet Yeah, he should have had a sweet He, got, he comes back with a car, essentially, though. It just happens to be a flying horse that's named Dog. I don't know. I think it's the same movie. It might be the same movie. Well, either way, this one's much better. <laughs> well, you know what? He put one put one of Sherilyn Fenn's boobs in uh, Winter's Tale. And you know what? No, it's not. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'd have to watch it again to make sure. Where is the boob? How long is the boob on? How long is the boob full? Just the, just they borrow the footage from the Wraith of, of Sherilyn Fenn's one boob and put it in there. You can tell that somebody's just like playing it in slow motion on a VCR because it's kind of like just shoddy and it's jittery and then the boob's... Kind of blurry. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the movie starts out with obviously the bad logo when, and the magical bullshit has already begun. There's Xanadu-esque lasers and starry shit and neon and zowie graphics all over the place before the movie even freaking gets going. Before the logo even shows up. And then as soon as the logo shows up, it's like, yeah, the Wraith. Oh, fuck. Is that, what, is that what we're watching? Yeah. <laughs> and then they should actually every five minutes put that logo up. <laughs> yeah. So you can do the same. Is that what we're watching? Every time the Wraith runs over a guy or a guy runs into the Wraith. <laughs> the Wraith. <laughs> like, you're at the theater going, why do they have commercial bumpers in this movie? <laughs> oh, oh, that's why. Because this thing is going to do, at best, the Saturday afternoons. <laughs> well, I thought it opened up kind of like a car commercial. Like, look at this sweet new Pontiac. It does. There's, like, those, like, 
smoke graphics in the dark room or not smoke but there's like a smoke machine in the car and it's panning around the three-quarter view of the car and it's kind of blurry and you can't really see what it is and then all of a sudden the wraith yeah and And it's a dodge (laughs) (laughs) well the first section is almost a car commercial for a laser yeah like it even like it goes all the way they shoot all the way around the car then they go into it, and you've got, you know, Dirk and Layla in there. <laughs> Dirk they're, and Layla. They're good looking, because they drive this car. <laughs> and they're happy. buy one of those. They're happy. They're happy out driving around through the desert. In the dark. Nowhere, with nowhere to go, and they're just loving life. And that's the life you could live inside of a Plymouth laser. Where do you think they were going? Uh, It's Route 66, man. They're on a one-way road to Happy Town. <laughs> I guess. They're going to make out in the desert. They're going, yeah. they're going to the river. Yeah, yeah, the the river that everybody goes to instead of going to high school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably, probably. Little midnight skinny dipping. Adult swim at the river is after dark. The only people that go there at night are the hippies, and they're already naked, so you don't have to worry about it. You can get in there and... And the rattlers. The rattlers. <laughs> you know, watch out for rattlesnakes. <laughs> yeah, that's what, like, when they were all down at the beach, I was like, you know, those are some rocks. And snakes like rocks. Hot rocks. Yeah. And all these people are just kind of walking around without any shoes on. They're all kind of willy-nilly. I'm like, which one of these little fuckers is going to get bit? And then nobody did, and I was really disappointed. Why? What is that place? Like Arizona? No, I know it's supposed to be Arizona. It is. uh, The entire movie was shot in Tucson, Arizona. Great. Are there places like that? Yes. Oh, God. I'd like to go to there. It's we gorgeous. used to go to there. When we were in high school, remember, we'd go to the river. Well, yeah, <laughs> and we'd yeah, hang yeah, sure, out. But... Sometimes we'd stand in it. We'd go, actually, we didn't have, we had a much sweeter, we had a bridge. Yeah, that's true. But we didn't have, uh, high school babes hanging out. They were, they were afraid to jump off the top. We didn't have a river that you could just paddle up and down in a raft. No, it was white water. Like, not even, like, <laughs> that sissy shit. Not even, <laughs> <laughs> that sissy shit they have down in Arizona. <laughs> that easy going stream. Yeah. Well, Can you imagine being on one of those full-length blow-up mattress things that they were floating around <laughs> on in the middle of your guys' town? <laughs> Going down the payette on an air mattress. Ah! This was a terrible idea. I have seen it done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. So the happy couple are chased by Packard and his gang. Does this? Does his gang have a name, or are they just general trash? General trash. General trash. Yeah, all right. Well, they're chasing them because this guy's in a Plymouth laser, and I guess Packard likes those or wants them or <laughs> I something. I think at this point, even early on in the movie, I am to I am to assume that Packard isn't that picky. Yeah, I'll take what he can get on yeah. the car on the motors. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting one of those uh, four bangers that uh, puts out about eighty six horse. You know, we could do something with that. Well, his buddy has one. Yeah. Well, maybe he had the V6. Maybe. Maybe. Either way, that's the second one for the, the game. The IROC. The IROC. Daytona. They did that one year, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's race us or else time. I or wrote down. what? Exactly. If you don't race us, then we will race you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's not really like there's a lot of options. No. Because no, he really was not. like, or what, or something like that. And the next thing you see, they're lined up to race. And uh-huh. so I'm assuming that was the answer is that. Either you're raising us, or we're gonna race you. Like, okay, fine. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna try to uh, un- undo your logic here. I guess I'll just race you. I'm getting raced either way. Yeah, yeah. I I don't get this because it's like we'll st- we steal your girl, and if you don't race us, we're gonna have our way with her kind of business. And whoever wins, if you lose, we get your pink slip. You know what What makes me nervous is that wonder if that would have been like their first date. And she was like, no, Johnny, we can't make out. And he's like, sorry, you're getting raped by this bang of gang of villains here. I'm keeping my Daytona. You do not put out. So, I paid $1,500 for this. Yeah. If I would have met her on the internet, I would have left her there. Yeah, probably. I would have too. Yeah. I would have been like, screw you, bitch. Your hair isn't that nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my question. So if you're going to race a guy, if, if, if you're driving down the highway and you see a guy that you want to race and you're like, let's get him and I want his car. So we're going to race for pink slips. Here's the deal. 
he doesn't have the title in that car. Nobody drives no one, around with the title in their car. Unless you're racing for pink. Yeah, if if sure, if you show up under on the L.A. River at the end of Greece, you're probably already got your pink slip with you because you know you're racing for pinks. But if you're just out on a date with your with your internet babe and uh, cruising around Route 66 looking for no place to go particular. You don't have your fucking slip with you, so you lose on purpose. Fine, great. You call the cops. My car's been stolen. Well, uh, can you describe the car? Sure. Uh, it's a shitty uh, K-car. And they find it, and the guy's like, no, I raced for pinks. Um, do you have the title, sir? Well, no. The guy didn't have it on him. It's a stolen car. The guy goes to jail. You get the car back eventually. Well, I think if he doesn't have it there, you just don't race him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you don't have your pink slip. Uh, I guess we'll go. Uh, we'll go f- try to find somebody that's got a Camaro or something. When you say race for pinks, all I can think is dirty thoughts. Yeah, you mm. would. I like that uh, Packard when he kidnaps a lady and then races for pink slips is sure to be safe and brings a helmet. <laughs> that's going to. That's got, that will lead to one of my questions later. <laughs> yeah. As Packard is the only person in the movie that wears a helmet. That's not. Oh, true. Oh, that's not true. Well, Wraith yeah, wears the a Wraith helmet. wears a helmet. And established. the other kid, the first kid that dies, which I he, would, he had a helmet on yeah. too. Augie. Oh, did he? That's okay. Never mind. Yeah, but uh, but this particular the scene, spaceman wears yeah. a helmet. I don't know why Packard is. Uh, it just seems dumb. <laughs> he yeah. has a helmet. Nothing is frightening. I get. Are they preaching like uh, auto safety for teenagers? You know, if you're gonna have street racing, make sure to wear a helmet. Because he, it's not scary or intimidating. No. This just gets so much more perverted. Racing for pinks. Make sure you wear a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, needless to say, the kid loses because. Uh, the Packer. kid, he's like a 32-year-old yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, we we were going to Phoenix. I was, <laughs> I was driving, we were going to meet my mother, and now I have to race you for pink slips. Oh, I suppose, because my alternative is you race me if I don't race you. So he, uh, well, he gets his car stolen and has to walk back into town. So we know that Packard and his gang are a bunch of racers that are bad guys. They'll do anything to to get your car. Well, they're going to just take your car. Yeah, they're just going to take your car. You got to outsmart them. You got to be Why like. Why even bother racing? No, but what you got to do is race them. Bump them on the head, tell grab them the keys and drive away. That you're, well, no, she's my navigator. I can't drive as fast without her in the car. Mm-hmm. You, you make them think that you're really going to, you know, give them the what for. Mm-hmm. And then they let her get in the car. And then you just slam that bitch into reverse when he drops the flag, drive through the dirt a little bit, and then get behind their two car and you're just gone. A little sweet J-turn and head yeah. back towards, uh. Whatever town this is. Whatever town. I got some questions about this town. Tucson, Arizona? It's not... This is not Tucson, Arizona. I this, thought it was Brooks. Yeah. The, yeah, it's not supposed to be Tucson, but it was shot in Tucson. There's two buildings in Brooks, Arizona, yet there's appears to be enough people there to have quite the thriving economy and uh, high school and, and, and all sorts of people live here, but there's basically only the Big K Burger... And the shitty shop out in the middle of nowhere that the gang hangs out. Yeah. I don't see any other buildings in this entire goddamn movie. That's not true. We see um, the house that she lives in, the main yes. character oh, lady. Oh, yeah. Okay. And All we right. see the police station. Oh, the police station. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, that's because uh, Randy Quaid's in this movie. It just doesn't seem like a very big town that supports all these people. Well, uh, one of the things I read about the film was that they actually built the drive-in and the barn. There you go. So they were in love with those, and they had to just shoot the crap out of them, especially <laughs> before they blew up the barn. And I, I guess they were there was something where they were like, was it the Big K drive-in? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, Big K Burger. Big K Burger. They made it to where it had it inside, and it could have been turned into a, a drive-in. Uh-huh. And they're like, here you go, city of Tucson. You can have this. And then they were like, okay. And then they ran it over with a bulldozer. <laughs> Like, no, thanks. It doesn't exist anymore. You can't. You can no longer see Big K Burger, Big K Burger, or the barn. You know the one thing I did notice. Speaking of Randy Quaid, before we move on away from him, my God, that man has some ugly, fugly teeth. Yeah, his teeth aren't very good, and it's just like showcased in this movie. Like he's got his mouth hanging open and astonishment, and then he's always got this like smile. Like I got you now, sucker. But he's just got the most fucked up teeth that I just, I can't get away from it. It's funny that uh, you get the double team here in this movie of uh, redheaded stepchildren or 
stepbrothers with the Randy Quaid, Clint Howard team up. The yeah. slightly less successful brothers of two mega movie stars in the same movie. And if you want to throw Chaz in there, I mean, Martin Sheen and Emilio. <laughs> no, I mean, Martin Sheen's his dad and Emilio Estevez has done nothing. I mean, if it would have been the lesser known brother, it would have been Emilio. I think, I think Joe Estevez should have showed up in this just to, just to drop in and be like, Hey, I'm his uncle. And, uh, he probably yeah. did and they probably didn't let him on camera. <laughs> As is tradition with any of their films. He's like, I'll just sit in the background for this beach scene. Yeah. Like when they did whatever that movie was about Bobby Kennedy getting shot with Emilio Estevez and Joe showed up. <laughs> Emilio's directing. He won't let him on. He goes over and he talks to Demi Moore. And he's like, you know, I'm his uncle. And she's like, yeah, I used to be married to him, Joe. I know that you're his uncle. And no, you're not going to be able to twist my arm into talking into him to getting you in this movie. Can I twist your nipples? <laughs> nipples. And then and then he probably did end up like they put him in as bartender three, but they just shot around him. Yeah. Just the whole time. <laughs> and he's out there spitting out lines. He's doing the cocktail moves. Yeah. Throwing bottles up in the air. <laughs> and dropping them. He never lands one. Well, speaking of the Estevezes, Chaz shows up on a motorcycle. He's a cool guy. He's super cool. He's got He's basically Topper Harley in this film. Let's face it. He's on a motorcycle. He's got aviator glasses. His hair's always a mess. And he says the same lines over and over again as if he was Topper Harley. And he has a hard time getting his shirt done. Yeah. Yeah. And what's up with the great big silver medallion that he's got on throughout this whole movie? I'm like, you are not a woman. I thought that that was going to get explained, but that did not. Maybe it's on the cutting room floor and it was like his power. No. No. I think it was a rosary. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what that was, but it was huge. It was, it was huge. Yeah, it was yeah, like that's that's a woman necklace. Like that's a lady necklace. I think it was a rosary. Well, either way, he's driving through town picking up babes. One of them happens to be Sherilyn Fenn, Carrie, the ex girlfriend of one Jamie, whatever his last name is, who was kidnapped and murdered and Tossed in a trunk and shoved down a murdered cliff. Murdered again. Murdered again in a car. So th- I've got to ask this question. Yeah, he was murdered on. twice. <laughs> and then exploded. Yeah, and then exploded. <laughs> How long has it been since he was killed the first time? That is a good question. Because she seems to be kind of over it. She does seem fairly... I think that she doesn't give a shit about fuck. Yeah, I don't... I think she's a fast-talking hussy. I, uh, I think that... Uh... She she uh you like the, she's one of those girls that the first time you make out with her she rubs enough boob on you that you get a semi mm-hmm. then she checks the goods and then if it's uh something she's interested in she'll stick around for like two weeks but she's always looking for the BBD all the time and eventually she moves out to California and smokes the wrong guy off and now she's in the porn industry and coked up all the time all the time all the time gets kicked out of that and then just goes behind. Tacos, 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 and starts handing out hand jobs. Never comes back to Tucson. Ends up having six kids in Flagstaff. Yeah, and then is murdered by the Green River Killer one weekend. It's a sad story. It We've is. heard it all before. Every time. I thought Green River Killer was in Seattle. I yeah, believe well, it was. He, he, uh, comes, yeah, not not comes Tucson, down to, Arizona. Dude. Comes down to L.A. every now and then. Picks off some some handy givers behind the tacos, tacos, tacos. It's, it's fair <laughs> game. Nobody cares about those tacos, tacos, tacos. Late in Flagstaff. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, he uh, instantly is charming to her because he's, well, he's Charlie Sheen, and and the girls go crazy. She's like, oh, I'll go for a ride with you, but then Packard shows up, and he's all, ugh, and Chaz is all, oh, who's that guy? Uh, He's, I guess, my boyfriend. No, he goes, is that your boyfriend? She's like, no, definitely not, but you should go. What's in the Corvette? A douche or something? Yeah. It's probably a shark. It's probably a shark. Kind of. Mako shark inside of a Mako shark. You get it? Get it? You know, because the Corvette was, that body that style car- was a Mako yeah. shark. Yeah. That Corvette, when they were showing the speedometer, only went to like 75. It's no, an they kept 82 showing the, Corvette. They kept showing the damn tachometer. Those are not fast. And they kept like showing the tach red line to like 9,000, which is not going to no, happen with one of those. No, it does not. Yeah, those are not fast. Uh, about 130 horsepower in the 82 Corvette, the V6. Was not a not a fast one. That's not the one you want. No, it is not. But, it is the one of the sweeter looking ones. Yeah. Until you get in that car, you don't understand. Oh, you can get that. into a seventy eight that had the uh, the like three hundred and eighty horsepower, the the big block. 
the Stingray 3. Yeah. No, those Welcome ones, those to Barrett Jackson Talk. Yeah. Well, anyways, as we already mentioned, they, they take off and they don't go to school. They go to the beach thing. It's a rocky outcropping with snakes and homeless people and hippies in one end of the hot springs with no pants on. But it's apparently the teenage hangout spot and Chaz goes there. He knows to go there. Well, he asked, that's I believe, your, That's Sherilyn your clue Fenn. number one as to the identity of Charlie Sheen in this movie. Yeah. He knows where all the people hang out. He knows where she's going to be. And he's, uh, you know, he's, he's playing it. He's, he's a major player because he asked her if she knows where it is when he already knows where it is. Yeah. He goes up to his own brother. I mean, some guy. His brother comes up to him. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's true. Because he's there laying on the rocks, scoping out Sherilyn Fenn. And his brother comes up to him. He's like, hey, dude, bro. Sub. Oh, see so you found Carrie. You better not mess with Carrie because she's with Deckard or Packard and he's a hard guy. Deckard Kane? <laughs> Deckard Kane? <laughs> yes, yes, Deckard Kane from the Diablo series has showed up in this movie. Briefly. He may as well with yeah. the fucking horseshit that goes on. <laughs> we must get the forlorn stone of truth. Only that will stop the race. <laughs> So they have the, the, he's, he's watching her and there's a flashback and you then learn about, uh, Jamie getting murdered for the first time. He gets stabbed and apparently she gets like a bank blanket thrown over her head while they're boning, but she doesn't know who they are in theory that it's Packard's gang that kills Jamie and, and nabs her. But how could she not? Like, like they came in real fast. It seems to me like she gets a decent look at I somebody. I think she got a decent look at him. They hit her in the head too, so maybe yeah, she was concussed. Her. Yeah. Well, either way, he gets uh he gets stabbed in the back and he's dead for the first time. But uh Packard's like he sees Chaz looking at him. He goes to his gang made up of some oh, these guys. <laughs> these guys. Skank and Gutter Boy. Gutter Boy is he retarded? Yes. I'm gonna go with yes. Or is he now mentally handicapped from Huff and Paint? Like is which is it? I think that he's he was born mentally handicapped. Okay. Yeah, I think so too because we never see him do any of the paint yeah, or anything. Yeah, he's clean. Yeah, that's true. Skank's the one that's huffing all the stuff, and he's totally just does what everybody tells him because he's like these guys are hanging out with me. Yeah. He doesn't want to shoot the shotgun. He doesn't want to do it. He likes working at the uh, the airfield, stamping the plane parts. He seems to be at his happiest doing that job true i feel bad for gutter boy yeah he, he doesn't make he probably didn't even really want to do anything about to jamie i think he wants to you know wander around that airfield and stamp the airplanes yeah. with uh you know flight ready but packard's just such a bad guy that he's has to have minions of some sort and might as well get the mentally handicapped kid it's a whole sling blade thing of mice and men scene going on here Tragedy, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know, I mean, not quite, but yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's like, "Hey guys, uh, look at that guy. Don't uh, don't let him get near Carrie. You got to stop him from getting Carrie. There's his motorcycle right there. Beyond all the other bullshit tasks you have to do for free for me, yeah. Uh, you're also the the Pooner Hood Watch. <laughs> Pooner Hood Watch? <laughs> I was hoping that one was going to go over okay. <laughs> hey, man, they get to live in a barn for free. That's something. Yeah, and you go inside that barn, and it's the nicest mechanical shop I've ever seen. Yeah, where did those nutsacks get all of that really expensive equipment? I'm pretty sure that's not the inside of that barn. No. No, I don't think so. But uh, there's, as we mentioned earlier, there's the the Big K Burger, and that's where Carrie works. Uh, apparently, that's where all the the teenagers work as well. Actually, it seems like the one kid works there, Carrie works there, and then the other girl that bones miscellaneous slut, miscellaneous slut works. Oh, I there. think that's actually her uh, credit in the credits. That's what she was credited as. <laughs> miscellaneous Mis- slut that yes. sleeps with Packard. Yeah. So he's hassling Burger Dorks. Hey, Dorks, stay away from my girl. Carrie, come serve me some free food and let me get a handful of, of your knocker. But, and uh, butt. And your butt. Then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this car shows up. The Dodge M4S. It's revving. It's revving its motor. It's a little four-banger that could. Zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not bad. So, it, we got to race that guy. We have no choice but to race that guy. We want that car. We'll get his pink slip. They were going to take... 
the younger brother's car, his his Spitfire. Yeah, his Triumph Spitfire. Because... Which would have been a real shame, because Spitfires are cool. Yeah, and that he wouldn't have had another car. Yeah. And you know he had to work at that crappy burger joint for three summers just to be able to afford that $3,000 piece of hunk. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Because you don't get a settlement when dickheads stab your brother to death. <laughs> and then shoot him to death in the trunk of a car. And then blow him up. <laughs> and throw him off a cliff. And then blow him up again. And blow him up. Yeah, so, uh... They want they want that Dodge M4S. What kind of car is that? I don't know. Must be a turbo. Race first and ask questions later. I wonder if these guys are related to the Buffingtons from Malibu Express. It kind of seems like they are. <laughs> They're the distant, slightly less intelligent cousin of the Buffingtons. Yeah. So they gave chase. It's time for the uh, Augie to race. It's his turn to win the car in his Plymouth Laser. This red Plymouth laser. Maybe it's the white Plymouth laser and they painted it in the barn. It's the same car, maybe. No, the white one's still in the barn uh, after well, this. Fuck that then. No, you're right. It's just a Chrysler commercial. But uh, the yeah. M4S. Oh, go ahead. I'm pretty sure Dodge paid for this. Yeah. Well, at least partially. You have, you have a Plymouth laser at the beginning holding its own against, yes, it's one of the slowest Corvettes ever made. But it doesn't have a chance against that Corvette. No. <laughs> or the uh, the Firebird that's got the big blower out, sticking out of it. As I am to understand it, that, that uh, the supercharger on the Firebird was completely uh, for show. It was not functional. The blower or the supercharger? That was an actual supercharger construction. Hmm. Okay. The whole thing. Well, anyways, the uh, M4S, they race. The M4S is playing with him, playing a little, oh, yeah, you're in this. You you can keep up. You're doing a good job. Extended racing. You think that the uh, the laser might have a chance at this? Oh, and then all of a sudden the M4S just disappears, steps on the gas, and blows his doors off. And then the guy's like, "Whoa, where'd he go?" Cops are chasing him now. And then all of a sudden the M4S is in the middle of the road and the fucking blazer reverse drives. kamikaze. Yeah, reverse kamikaze. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Plymouth laser T-bones them and explodes and then goes off the fucking cliff. The explosions in this movie were awesome. There is too much dynamite used in this film and gasoline. And it was a great effect. I loved it. I don't care what you think. I, I thought it was great. No, it's not safe is what I'm saying. <laughs> a stuntman died in this film, Jackie. No, a crewman. Totally no, a crewman. It. It's he not was probably, safe. He was probably doing the dynamite, but I would just like to say if that guy did die doing the dynamite, good job. No, it looks it a, fucking it, awesome. It was a car that overturned. That's... The surprise is that no one during pyrotechnics was killed. Yeah, luckily. I'm. They may have burned down half of Arizona. Yeah, there's big explosions in this movie. But either way, Augie's dead. He crashes out to the bottom of the cliff. They find his corpse. The, the cops. There's something going on with his corpse. This part is unnecessary <laughs> in total. He's uh, He's not burnt. He's not burnt up. He's intact and full, except for his eyeballs are missing. Hmm. Spooky. Spooky. Like they've been sucked out by a ghost or something. I don't know. Yeah, but I like how they say that uh, there isn't enough left of this kid to put him in a cigar box. And well, then, they haven't found him yet at that point. Yes, they did, because then the ambulance comes up like right behind him. And it's like, hey, you got to check out this kid's face. Yeah, I guess maybe. I don't know. So uh, the crew, the gang, they're getting interrogated by one randy quaid and they don't even want to they don't want to give up the jig about he's like who did this oh we don't know we don't know we never seen him before what kind of car was he driving uh jalopy <laughs> yeah don't know what that's all about why wouldn't they just be like i don't know our friend is dead they don't give two shits about this guy who just died no they don't i don't think they care about each other except for maybe uh Gutter boy, maybe he cares about everybody, but he, nobody cares yeah. about him enough to ask. Probably. And then at the end of that scene, you see <laughs> disappearing bullshit. What is the disappearing bullshit? <laughs> oh, or should we let's I, say I think that? We wait let's for table the that. End. Okay, so there's some but bullshit. You see the first piece of the wraith disappear from his arm, which is good that they did that because if they wouldn't have done that, you would be like. Why is this shit disappearing off the ground later in the movie? Like, if yeah. it would have all disappeared off the ground, you'd be like, so the part of the car disappeared? What's going on here? But yeah, there's some... Well, that's kind of when we first understand <laughs> that... That is another one that never pays off. <laughs> that uh, the Wraith... I think it does. I think it does. The Wraith and the guy are two separate entities. Because you kind of, at the beginning of the movie, yes. are led to believe that the car is the Wraith. That... 
the car is the man inside of that it's just one thing but then all of a sudden there's just a guy standing up on top of a hill that's got a bullshit spacesuit on looking down on this this scene of destruction and mayhem job done <laughs> check him off the round list. one Augie. to me things to do today kill Augie. check take a huge shit check look sweet check okay things are going smooth today except for that dump <laughs> got done but i wouldn't call it smooth <laughs> so uh <laughs> carrie is uh she's really choked up about augie this guy that's essentially murdered her uh boyfriend and kidnapped her and been part of this unruly gang that's held her hostage for the last day or however long it's been since they killed jamie we don't know fairly recently just crying weeping oh augie you lived down the street from me and sometimes would peek into my windows yeah sometimes he would fondle me while you're not looking packard and yeah she's that girl that that cries for everyone in high school yeah (laughs) just crying (laughs) she cried at the end of evita (laughs) even though madonna told her not to indeed well packard his relationship with carrie gets explained fairly easily he loves her to death he will do anything to anyone or her or himself because he loves her so much. Yep. Including, well, he, he proves it by... Killing her boyfriend. Killing her boyfriend. Stabbing himself. Stabbing himself. Yep. And ruining her life. And uh, <laughs> threatening to stab her to death because he loves her so much. It's a very synergistic relationship. It is. It's what every girl dreams of. <laughs> Actually, she dreams of the moon laughing at her. <laughs> yeah. well, that's true. That was such a stupid scene. Another one that does does not pay out. <laughs> yeah, you think that her dream is going to have something to do with the wraith? Like, I saw a man in a spacesuit suit in a car, and he seemed familiar. And then I woke up screaming or something like that. And then you were there, but it's like I had a dream last night. The moon laughed at me, <laughs> and then Chad's like. Well, the moon laughs at us all. Yeah. What? <laughs> and then Dawn starts talking about something else. What What are you? Who are Show you? Show me your beard. <laughs> yeah. Really? Because last night I had a dream where I pulled my own face off and I was somebody <laughs> else underneath. <laughs> uh. So uh, the race shows up again at their future shop. He's just standing there with the, with the sweet future gun. It's, it's just a spaz shotgun. It's just a spaz shotgun, but they call it a kidney buster, and I kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, so he shoots up the place, blows up their cars, blows up their sweet motor, shoots all their supplies and their tools. Doesn't shoot any of them. No. He could have ended it all right there, but... Could have. Choose not to. Yeah, movie would have been too short. Packard is, uh, he's ice cool during this whole thing. He's standing there. He even gets the gun pointed right at his head. Doesn't break a sweat. Yeah, he doesn't. Packard looks, he reminded me of a Roadhouse Patrick Swayze and a Colin Firth. A bit, yeah. Nick Casavitas. Yeah, like, mashed together. So, fun fact that Jackie and I discovered about Nick Cassavetes, he was also in Black Moon Rising. Oh, really? Yes, another movie about a concept car that sucked. That's not as good. Yeah, that's not as good. But it did jump from building to building, and having just seen Furious 7, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, he's ice cool. Until the, uh, the motor gets blown up and he's like oh bummer but then all of a sudden he turns around and the wraith is gone disappeared again where'd he go i like this line who is that guy i don't know but whoever he is he's weird and pissed off (laughs) (laughs) this guy is a good at observing things (laughs) so loomis the sheriff randy quaid he finds uh, Skanking Gutter Boy out at the airplane boneyard, and there you go. There's Gutter Boy stamping plane wings. Doing the work he loves. <laughs> and Randy Quaid gives some tough guy talk like, ah, you guys are going to tell me who this guy is, because if you don't, I'm going to shove that airplane wing up your pee hole. Oh, yeah. It's going to come out your nose, and you're going to get... <laughs> crotch critters in your nose hairs i'm pretty sure that none of that was in the movie (laughs) none (laughs) well he's tough guy talk and you know the thing about randy quaid is he may be the worst i've ever seen at delivering the cop tough guy talk and i couldn't tell if it was him in the movie that gl loomis because you at the very beginning you see the billboard of gl loomis and you're like thinking that he's supposed to be some boss hog yeah bad cop character but i don't know if that just was him not pulling that off or if 
G.L. Loomis is just the sheriff, and that's it. He's just the sheriff. And the wraith just happened to blow through that sign just because it was there. It was in his it was way. just there. Yeah, could have been uh, could have been a billboard for Pepsi. Would have still got blowed up. Because by the end of the movie, I'm like, Gio Loomis doesn't seem like he's all that bad at his job. He's not that bad of a guy. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on there either. But uh, he's tough. He's a tough guy. He One talks cap. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he doesn't beat any. He eats the most action that Gio Loomis sees is eating half of a hamburger and then slapping the tray off his window. Yeah, that's true, man. He that was totally dick. And he threw <laughs> his pickles out in the parking lot. So those poor chicks on roller skates are going to die. It's not close enough to the ocean that a bunch of seagulls will show up and take care of that for him. I know, asshole. Well, it's a good thing you uh, segue right into where we're at. The seagulls. He's, no, he's there eating that hamburger. <laughs> yes, then they make this appearance and they come and save the Mormons. At this, <laughs> at this point, the locusts start taking over southern Arizona, and then, like a giant white flock of saviors, the seagulls show up and save southern Arizona. However, uh, differently enough, the, the residents don't seem to care. Well, the gang shows up at the the big K while uh, Loomis is getting some burgers with no pickles. That's how I like them. Well, maybe the gang is the locust and Charlie Sheen is the seagull. Oh, could be. <laughs> he does have nice hair in this movie. Get it? Like flock of seagulls? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that was a stretch. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I would have I would have yeah. gone with Anna Iran or something like that. But, but uh, <laughs> so there's a note in Packard's car. It's from the Wraith. He's going to be up on Mountain Road. Come find me on Mountain Road. <laughs> they should, I always want notes to be as illegible as the notes I get on my desk during the day. So that like you, you read it and you know that it's a really pivotal point in the plot, but the character's like, I can't. You, you see it in his face that he can't read it, and he crawls over and one of like, his left hand, and like, Skank, come here. And then Skank comes here and he's like, can you read this? Skank looks at it and goes... No, I can't. I never learned how to read. I think that's Bill's handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get him and, and figure out what the hell this is all about. <laughs> so they head up to Mountain Road. Loomis follows the gang. That's where he slaps his hamburger out. And of course, the Wraith is there up on Mountain Road waiting for him. So it's Killer's turn to race him. Killer's the guy in the Trans Am. Yeah, he's the Johnny Football. Yeah, Johnny Football. That's a good. That's a good way to describe him. But... uh Clint Howard has now been tasked to put on an electrical jammer just in case the Wraith decides to drive off again before the race is over. And the hood opens up slowly, and Clint Howard's like, what is in there? And sure enough, there's a bullshit machine in there. No, no. It's not the hood that raises up. It's the back end of the car. because Still it's Still called a hood. Yeah, but it's let our listeners might not notice. <laughs> this, piv- this pivotal point here in the movie that this is a fancy car because the engine's in the back. Yeah, still called a hood. And it's glowing. Red. It makes weird noises, and it has electricity on it. Yes. And it's pink. It's and got it pink glow. it scares Clint Howard. I don't know where to put this. Just get it in there, goddammit. What was that, a radio jammer? It, like, it was like, if he kept driving, they could hit a button, and it would, like, short out the battery, and the car would stop. This and then they could just drive up and get it. Back to, apparently, the pirate road laws of Arizona <laughs> in the... Either you race us or we're going to race you, and then we're going to race you. And if you try to leave after the race, we're going to shut your car off. But first, you have to put this device in your car so that we can shut it off. So if you'd go ahead and open your hood now, please. Like, (laughs) no, fuck off, dickhead. You're not touching my car. Already, I'm already playing by one of the pirate road rules of Arizona that I don't agree with. I'm not going with the second one. Either race me or don't. You're not putting that in my car. Well, if you're a car made up of spooky ghosts... It doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. So might as well be like, I'm going to show off what's under this thing. It's too bad that the movie took itself too seriously because it, it should have pooped that out right at the end, beginning <laughs> of the race. Then <laughs> 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 drove off. Well, the race is on. Zoom. And again, the Wraith uses the same technique again, toys with him for a while, and then takes off out of nowhere. Middle of the road! Crash explosion! Magic business. More magic business. Parts sucked up. Off of the road? The, yeah, disappearing bullshit off the highway. Yeah. Well, the cops then chase the Wraith. Because the cops were on to this one the whole yeah, time. Yeah, Wraith is uh, still driving, I guess. So they set up a roadblock. We got you now, boy. He's trapped. He just don't know it yet. 
But uh, mm-mm. he's not Shrap. No, he's he's got the same power as Bodai. That's right. He pauses. <laughs> the electricity runs around his tires because uh-huh. we see it, and then he just blows up the front of the two cop cars. So let's... oh, that's before he gets Bodai's power. That's right. What uh, what's going on here? Why is there electrical business out on his tires? What is that doing? Is it like? firming up the chassis so that he can crash into cars or is it spooky ghosts uh, floating around? Or? I believe it's electrifying the bullshit. Ah. It would have been better if you would have seen the electricity and then this huge battering ram came out of the front of the car just like grew like Pinocchio's nose. Yeah, so maybe it's like charging up the bullshit. Like, oh, this bullshit yeah. is now overpowered. There's too much... The charge is too hot. So now there's electricity. The electricity's got to go someplace because... I don't know. Well, he smashes into the cop cars and severs the front halves of them quite nicely, and then just drives off like a badass. Yeah, and then disappears into Bodai bullshit. Yeah, more magic. Randy Quaid sees the magic this time, and he doesn't like it. With his binoculars. <laughs> it kind of looks like the sky in uh, Damnation Alley there for a second. Or Cocoon. Yeah, it's all glowing and bullshitty. <laughs> he like lowers his, his binoculars. <sighs> You guys remember 1982? <laughs> no, I do. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so Chaz shows back up at uh, Big Big K Burger and grabs Carrie, and they go out on a sweet date. But uh, Skank and Gutter Boy see this all go down, so they give chase. Their job. We gotta get that boy. This is this is after. Wait, the boob comes out. Yeah, not here. Oh, they, not- they have the whole chase first. Oh, they have the chase yeah, first. Skank and Gutter Boy's chasing them, and they. Gutter Boy tries to shoot the shotgun at uh, Chaz, which doesn't make any sense because he would definitely hit Carrie first. But so I f- like in terms of the bone down that happens later, I'm going to go ahead and give Skank and Gutter Boy the assist because uh-huh. nothing excites a woman like being chased. Yes, when their lives are in danger, they will not jump like on you want to chase them and then have sex with them. That's not going to work. Yeah, but if you can get a couple guys to, to chase, chase them both of while you. you're the driver, sometimes you got to pay them like thirty eight dollars. Yeah, it's a classic Sam move. So you've done this before because you know the price and everything. Well, it's only $38 if you hang out with the people that I hang out with. Oh. Well, Gutterboy shoots the floor out, which also causes the steering to go out, and they crash, tumble over real nicely. But uh, so Ch- so Chaz now has the power to smooch her. Like, he's said three lines to her in this entire movie, doesn't say a line right here, just goes right in for the kill. It's the power of love. Or the power of being Charlie Sheen and yeah. handsome and or having a motorcycle. Goes. You forgot about Skank snorting WD-40. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And drinking uh, hydraulic fluid. I didn't see that. I just saw him snorting WD-40 and then kept saying that it's strong. I think it is. Yeah. Indeed. Too strong to put up your nose. Well, Packard sees all this go down. Now he's he's like, I got to get that good looking guy. But uh, Chaz rides off into uh, 16 parts and flies into the sky. So is Chaz also a spooky ghost? I don't know. I don't know if the if they established rules for this <laughs> for the Wraith to play by before they started making the movie. So Packard's like, "Well, we got to get that guy," but then all of a sudden the Wraith car is right behind him and pushes him into a graveyard. This is when the Wraith becomes the ghost of Christmas future. Indeed, because he's standing next to a tombstone. That, but first they try to shoot him, but the gun explodes. Uh this guy, this kid, his powers, whatever, I don't know. Yeah, he thinks he's he's on board with the whole ghost thing now. Yeah. So Packard's name is on the tombstone. Rest in peace is Packard Walsh. Packard Walsh, douche. So they're scared and they run away. They run back to uh, the safe bar. haven in the barn where Packard then decides to bone one of the other ladies from uh, the restaurant. Is that the next morning? Because I thought that... Yeah, sure. No, no, it's not. They because he it's does whenever. that in the barn. Yeah, it's whenever. Because uh, the barn gets blown up after the th- think what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Well, Luma shows up and gives him the business and says, "Where's this guy? I'm not going to tell you. Whatever." Takes him to jail. Takes everybody else to jail. Yeah. Everybody's in jail. Makes some snow angels. What are those called? They're not snow angels. Paper dolls. Paper dolls. Is that what they're called, Jackie? Yeah, there's something like that where you make the doll, but it's you cut it out of the paper and, and it's, it's got string. multiple dolls. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is, like accordion dolls or something like that. I'm pretty sure they're called paper dolls. But either way, Chaz and Carrie go on their date, their second date after last night. They go to the desert pond. River. River. Thing. Where you get the 
Get a yeast infection. Good place for that. Scorpion stings your booby. That's why you leave that one boob that you took out in there. Chaz confesses that he loves her. I love you. Uh, Wouldn't she have been like, what? I just met you. Well, she doesn't do anything to Packard, so you're probably pretty safe. I guess not. But uh, they do it. She gets the one knocker out. Tarzan's out. Sun's out, boob out. Well, Clint Howard's had enough. And he knows what a wraith is. He's been on the Wikipedia. <laughs> He's a wraith. That's a wraith. What? What's a wraith? If I would have been, guy. like, when I, if I would have seen this when I was six or eight, I would have been like, what is he talking about? I thought the wraith was an awesome car. Because I would have <laughs> had no idea. Like, the movie's target audience is a bunch of people that don't know what a wraith is. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, they tried to class it up and give you a definition. Well, they tried to, you know, Clint Howard is the the first coming of uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. He has to explain the whole movie to us a couple or times, actually. They just saved some money on by not getting Morgan Freeman, <laughs> because I was, I was pretty, I had a good idea of what was going on here. Yeah. But Clint, Clint Howard told me anyway. Well, Clint Howard's driving away. Fuck this shit, I'm out of here. And the Wraith pulls up. Well, it actually doesn't even pull up. It goes in hot. Drive straight into the barn at 150 miles an hour. The dudes see it coming. Whoa! Kaboom! Dynamite and a box of toothpicks. That was so awesome. This is easily the biggest explosion I have ever seen on film. I can't think of one bigger of blowing up one building of this size. Go ahead and top it. It is too much dynamite. That thing goes up. Yeah, it comes apart. It came apart so well that I thought it was a model. Yeah, yeah, it really... No, but it's the barn. <laughs> they, they blew up a 5,000 square foot barn. Big time. I bet you there was pieces of barn for probably half a mile. Too much dynamite. Not safe. Whatever. It was awesome. It was awesome. When the first time I saw this movie, I was like, holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> And the Wraith just drives away, unscathed. It's obviously a ghost car. Clint Howard's had it, but he sticks around. So that he can tell Randy Quaid so what's going on. So he can tell on. Randy Quaid what's going on. Well, Packard steals Carrie from the bar. They're the Big K. Big K punches Jamie's brother, whose name I don't know throughout this whole film. Nobody, yeah, they, nobody really gets a name. No, the, he said his name in the beginning. Yeah, I just couldn't pay attention. But I, I, I wasn't paying attention. Weenus. Yeah. <laughs> Weenus. <laughs> hey, I'm Weenus. <laughs> the brother who didn't get any of the looks. <laughs> he should introduce himself like that. Like, it's Tartuffe again. Hi, I'm Weenus. I'm the brother that didn't get any of the looks. <laughs> Which I think is a book by Judy Bloom. The brother that didn't get any looks. <laughs> so, uh... Packard's taking her to California, where she can Santa get Santa Barbara or something <laughs> like it. Yeah. I heard of a place called Santa Barbara. We can go there. Never been there. Don't know nothing about it. Yeah. There's nothing there, Packard. <laughs> <laughs> well, the race shows up to stop him. And so what do you do when you have stolen a woman on your way to Santa Barbara and a spooky ghost car who has killed all of your friends shows up to uh, stop you? Race them for pinks. You race them for pinks. <laughs> that car's going to be mad this time. This time. It's going to be a nicer ride to Santa Barbara. That's yes. what he's thinking. He's like, I'm going to do this for my gal that doesn't want to be with me. Yes. <laughs> that one might have air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it gets some of that high-tech FM radio. <laughs> Better than an A-track. Yeah. I'm tired of listening to this goddamn foreigner tape. <laughs> I need some FM. Well, again, the Wraith uh, uses his classical move, toys with him, takes off into nowhere. But uh, the cops have, have ruined the plan. They've showed up, and, and uh, so Packard has to try to ditch them using the old semi-passing maneuver. I don't... Yeah, I guess. stupid. Well, either way, the Wraith is like, I guess, going, man, I've been parked in the middle of this road for quite some time, and this guy hasn't showed up. <laughs> I'm going to turn around and go see what the hell's going on. Yeah. So the Wraith tur- flips a bitch and heads back towards Packard's way. And uh turns out for a little game of chicken, kaboom, Wraith wins. Another big explosion. <laughs> yeah. 
It was a game of chicken nuggets. What? Nuggets. Because <laughs> they were both ball sacks and they crashed into each other. <laughs> that required a great deal of explanation. And then afterwards, their testicle selves looked like fried chicken nuggets. <laughs> yes, that's where I was going. <laughs> right. <laughs> Chicken and a book book. Yeah, this is going to be awful because now every time I watch a movie where they're playing chicken, I'm going to yell, hope this doesn't turn into a game of chicken nuggets. <laughs> and then I'll have to explain it to whatever present company I'm keeping. And they'll look at me like I'm an asshole. <laughs> See, that's that's why my jokes have GPS attached to them. It's because you know where I'm headed. Jackie, what? <laughs> Well, either way, Packard's in the wreckage, and he's naked and got his eyeballs sucked out, as is tradition with the Wraith. But uh, Carrie makes it back to town. The Wraith pulls up. The after the disappearing road bullshit. Oh, yeah. Again, disappearing road bullshit. There was disappearing fire bullshit when he blew up the barn, too. Yeah. He transforms into Chaz from the future man spacesuit guy into Charlie Sheen. And he says, I can't do that again. Hmm. Because I think that's what the disappearing bullshit was. I think that was the rest. That was the last piece that could disappear. Was the rest of the costume disappears right there, and that's the end of it. Okay, I want to follow this up. Let's get through the right. credits. Uh, turns out he's Jamie, as we all kind of knew. Uh, and he gives the M4S to his brother, which is some of the worst acting that's in this film. <laughs> I would like to uh, re- okay. reenact this. Go ahead, Jackie. <laughs> Who are you, Jake? Jake? Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> not bad, not bad. So he picks up Carrie on the bike and they ride off into the moonset. So we'll just follow up Sam's question. Uh, so are the parts that are on the road that turn into magic and disappear, are they parts of the wraith? They're parts of the, the suit he was wearing. Why do they come off? I don't know why they disappear. Either. And why are they by? Oh, because every time the car crashes, that okay. So the, the instructions are in the car. Nameless little brother who didn't get the looks. So the only way that the wraith can kill guys is by using the car, as established by the rules of this film. Because the only way the wraith does kill guys is by blowing them up with the car. Unless he can't shoot them with the shotgun because he doesn't. If you're savvy enough, you might get that to work. I, I maybe just by the bullshit magic rules of star power, he can't. He can only use the car. I'm just saying. It's a revenge car with so many tickets and, to ride. Uh, <laughs> and so every time he gets the car exploded, the car also gets blown up with the guy, and he has to regenerate all of themselves. And each time he regenerates, part of himself gets dropped off and disappears. That's the cost. Of the magic powers. I think that's what they were going for. I don't know if that was clear. So he can't kill anybody again. He can't turn into the Wraith again. That was the end of it for him. He's, uh, he's out of parts. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. All right. Jackie, do you want to take a question? Where are they going at the end of this movie? He's like, we're going to go pack light. Where the fuck are you going? I live yeah. in this town. <laughs> I live here. Yeah, are are you going back to the star bullshit land that you came from? I mean, where the fuck is this guy going? Pack light. Does he bring money with him too? Because that's my next question. What is it? It should go in with this question. What is Jake slash Jamie's next career move? Yeah, well, I'm to infer again with my uh, Winter's Tale theory. That he and her become stars. That they go back into the stars. So they just fly off like he does. I think they're going to end up in Flagstaff. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the same. Jackie, any theories? No, I, th- that was my my big thing is that I wasn't sure where the hell they were going. Yeah, I don't know where they're going. She <laughs> has this really shitty duffel bag that all I can think is, you know, as soon as you get going fast enough, that duffel bag's going to rip you off the back of that bike. For five years later... They own a profitable dry cleaning business in Santa Barbara, and she turns to him and she says, you know, that Packard was a real son of a bitch, but Santa Barbara was a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he Charlie Sheen? (laughs) Because that's as close as he could get to his original profile. That's what he said. Why? He doesn't say that. He just says, this is as close as I could get. Not to my original profile. This is as close as I could get. 
but wh- how? Why? To what? what? Are, to uh, Jamie? Why can't he just be Jamie and come back as Jamie? I don't know. Why is Jamie not Charlie Sheen? Exactly. <laughs> That's the real question. So that she doesn't recognize him, I guess? It's a big surprise at the end for... I don't uh, he, know. Oh, maybe? Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. So she seems to have moved on quite quickly, and he's up being Starman, you know, for the weekend or however long he's dead, and he's learning how to become a wraith. He's in wraith training, whatever. Meanwhile, he's looking down on her, and he's like... You know, she seems to have gotten over me really fast. Really fast. If I come back as uh Jamie, she's going to be like, oh, Jamie, thank God you're still alive. I should come back as an even better looking guy. And uh and if she gets all on my junk, uh, then I know that uh, she's a fast talking hussy that's always looking for the BBD. But then he gets duped by her one boob and uh he's just good with it because he got yeah, one boob. Yeah, he's fine with it. Yeah. Yep. Anybody else? Sam? Maybe it's part of the wish that comes true is he can make himself better looking as well as a vehicular man killer. Oh, that could be. What's your other question? Zuh. I've got several. Okay. Does Packard know that helmets are uncool? <laughs> now, here's a funny question. Do you ever see him wearing a seatbelt? It doesn't seem like it, but you know what? The, uh, <laughs> the 84 Corvette head? Lap belts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got to wear a helmet. Everybody who bought an 84 Corvette just, I got to go get groceries. Well, make sure to wear your helmet. helmet. That's why <laughs> you're wearing the helmet because of the lap belt. <laughs> Jackie? I'm out of questions. Okay. Well, I think there's the obvious one. Why are the bodies whole except for their eyeballs? Never pays off. I don't know. Are their souls sucked out through their eyes? Because that's what happened in Soul Taker with one Joe Estevez. So if... Now, this is some reaching bullshit Oh, here. please, please. Uh, if all of their eyes were sucked out with scorching vengeance until the end when Packard's heart is then his part that's sucked out with scorching vengeance, you'd be like, ah, oh, he ripped out... He was the guy who killed me. The others just watched... Oh, uh, but, but, I, but they said that it was the same way, so I don't know what's going on with that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. I can't come up with anything. You have a good theory, but it doesn't work. No, Maybe it in wraith training school, you had to pick the way that, you know, so that it was obvious that this was a supernatural phenomenon. Or it was you. It's like your calling card. Yeah, he's like, okay, I want to be the guy who their bodies are okay and their eyes get sucked out. They're like, yeah, like that's where they go afterwards. They go to back to Magic Land and another, there's another guy there. And he's like, hey. You're the guy, uh, you're the wraith with the Dodge. He's like, yeah. He's like, I love that. You did some good work down there in Arizona. Yeah. Sucking the eyes out. Oh, I like, nobody appreciated that. Nobody got that. Except you. (laughs) Sam. This is a two-parter. Okay. How old are these people? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mid to late 20s. Except for Packard, who's in his 30s. (laughs) Yes, that's how old they are in real life. How old are these people supposed to be in the movie? I, I, man, it sure seems like they're in high school. That leads me to the part two of this question. Where are all the parents? (laughs) Yeah, Randy Quaid is really the only adult in this entire film. Besides the deputies, we only have like one line each. Well, I think we know what happened to the, to the parents. They went to Carousel and got sucked (laughs) off. Tucson, Arizona is, is it, is a dystopian future. Ah, let's the go setting to for Logan's run. Yes, let us all go to River. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where the parents are, man. Yeah, I don't know either. Why is this film PG thirteen? I they got really inconsistent with the whole boob half boob thing in the eighties. I don't know what was going on there. I counted four sets of cans. Yeah, one set of cans was used in a sex act. Rape. There was oh, rape. two. Then there's two scenes of uh No, that wasn't a rape. They, well, well they, they just knocked... bonk her on the head, leave her in the fucking desert. Yeah. So much better. <laughs> well, one is definitely used in a sex act. And that's that's an R rating right there. That's not brief yeah. nudity. That's did they not watch this film, the MPAA? They had to have because it's got a PG thirteen tag on it. Sometimes they don't watch them. Man. I think, because this one saw such a limited release. That they might not have watched it. Eh, it just seems like PG-13. How many times did you say F- the F word? None. How many uh, boobs did you have in it? 
None. So, or one guy like Bob was in charge that day, and they're like, so no boobs, Bob? He's like, no, no, no. Yeah, and really. they leave, and then Phil's still in there. He's like, did you stay awake, Bob? He's like, I did not. <laughs> I did not. I did not stay awake, and I'm just I'm just hoping there wasn't any boobs in there. <laughs> yeah, PG-13. It is the polar opposite of uh, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Yeah. Should have been R. That's my last question. Sam, what do you got? If Dodge built that car... Why did they build all the other ones? <laughs> that is a question we will never we know. Never know. Oh, it's that answer is locked in a vault inside of Lee Iacocca's house, and he's not telling. Because you know, honestly, the Wraith car is still cool looking even today. Yeah, it's it's a sweet it car. A cool, yeah. Usually, movie cars that are used one time are lame. They're usually butt. It has conventional supercar styling. Yeah, exactly. I have this is a real quick question. Did you guys notice? The inconsistency of Charlie Sheen's hair throughout the film. Absolutely. The feather was right. The feather was left. The feather was poofed in the middle. They just could not get that right. Like, he was going... I don't think they showed him up for, like, two days and shot everything. It was like, he showed up one day, they shot a scene, and then he just, like, hit Tucson, like a freight train of drunkenness, (laughs) and then showed up, like, three days later and just did it however his hair was. Could be. And my last question. Do you think there was a cost difference... For the other boob. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Why did she go only Tarzan? I bet you there probably was. There probably was a cost difference. Is there really that much of a moral difference, though? Like, one, you... boobs really aren't that different. They're kind of twins. You split a lady down half. She's well, basically the same on the left as she is the right. It's probably just one of those arguments that went through an agent and then ended up that way out of principle. Could be. Yeah, get them both out. Whatever. Well, there's your movie. I think we all are. Well, I don't know. I recommend it for sure. I recommend it. Oh, yeah, it's a must-do. Great, great bad movie. So, hope you enjoyed it if you watched it, and if you didn't, make sure you do. Check us out next week. It'll be Sam's pick. I don't know what that's going to be. Looks like he doesn't either. I haven't decided. All right. Well, stay tuned for that. In the meantime, get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.